0: Welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast to try to help Black people feel seen. Please feel free to donate to the show at the link in the show notes. And please rate us or write us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars only because we are five-star bitches. Word do yo, Gotti. If you are watching on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and all of those things. Additionally, I have a new podcast called Glass House by Sequoia Holmes, and you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Sequoia, and today, joining me to talk about rom-coms, we have producer and co-host of the music podcast Broken Record and new podcast, started from the bottom, Justin Richmond. Justin, thank you so much for joining. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself.
1: Man, well, look, I feel a little bit like a fraud being here because I got to be real. I don't (laughs) like... More, which is like makes That's me feel okay. like we're getting off on the wrong foot. No, but no, I no, no, not off on the wrong foot at all. Your, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I respect your taste. I respect what you're doing, now, so most of it. so. <laughs> he um, said, uh, I think I respect your taste. <laughs> unclear. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. To be
0: fair, I. Have said repeatedly on this podcast, I am not Paramore's number one band by any means. Okay. okay, okay. I like very specific Paramore. Okay, okay, okay
1: got And they know
0: that. So, so right, they do right, This is just right. the the call, for right, everybody Understood. The, understood. Vibe, well, you I'm know.
1: happy to be here. <laughs> I like I like very black people love Paramore way more than I like Paramore. So yeah,
0: there we go. We're we're Look good. at that. Yeah. I love that for myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have anything you want to tell the folks before we jump into yeah, my new
1: podcast started from the bottom. Comes out March 14. Uh, we're dropping with two episodes. It'll be me and Conversational with Malcolm Gladwell that we taped live in Brooklyn a couple weeks ago. And then the other episode are coming out that same day is with Charlemagne the God. And we got everyone from Charlemagne to Susie Orman. Black Dot. It's pretty crazy. So um, it's going to be a good show. And yeah, I'm excited to share it with the world.
0: Justin out here with the big names, y'all. Hey, that's, that's, that's heavy. Hitters. I don't play. That's Hey, right, no play. little shit around here. Call, Big shit I, only, okay? I don't come the play. That's it. <laughs> don't cut the play at no, all. No, respect. No. I respect that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Before we get into talking about rom-coms, we have in my defense, and my defense is our segment where we bring one of our unpopular opinions and defend it for you all. So this week, I really wrecked my brain. I think I've bled it dry for y'all. I've told y'all every unpopular opinion <laughs> that I'm willing to say publicly. I, I want the ones that aren't public. You, I will likely start a Patreon and you can find the ones that are not public okay. behind the paywall. Oh but
1: my <laughs> I thought we might get one today. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, not getting one. Not getting okay. one. I'm too scared of the internet. Uh, okay. Yeah, but Justin, do you have an MI defense this week that you would like to share? Maybe something that, you know, you I want to share gonna publicly go, that we'll take anyway.
1: I was going to go real controversial with something that I also didn't feel comfortable sharing publicly because I'm also scared of the internet, <laughs> and particularly this person's fans. <laughs> But I decided, I decided to switch it up, and I decided because we're taping this a couple of days after Chris Rock's Chris Rock's uh, 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 Netflix episode. I gotta say, from day one, I'm Team Will, man. (laughs) I'm not saying he was right, but I definitely don't think he was wrong. (laughs) I don't think he was wrong. Hundred percent. Don't think Will was wrong. I agree with you. I think Chris was all wrong. So. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I you feel it.
0: you. Yeah. My whole thing is like, when you open your mouth to speak about somebody else, you leave it up to them to react however it is that they want to react, you know? So you what Will know what how, you to do?
1: You never know how any... You would never walk you, up to someone and just say something wild about their partner because you like, know that that could end poorly. But just because you're on stage at the Oscars and you know this man 30 years and you know his reputation and you think you could say something... And sometimes we learn the hard. You calculate hallway. it wrong. You miscalculated. Right,
0: miscalculations. Right. And
1: so, you know, and then it was like the whole time people were like, you know, oh, he only did it because it's Chris Rock. Like he only did it because it's Chris Rock. Like, and look at look at Will versus Chris Rock. They're making it as if Will Smith's like Mike Tyson. I'm like, let's think about it the other way. Would Chris Rock have said that about Puffy's partner? And like if Puff wow. was in the audience.
0: What he wow. think about what he
1: had said that about Mike Tyson's wife when she was in there? Wow. No, because Will has a reputation. We all know Will's cool. We oh, all know Will wow. ain't going to do nothing. So he thought in his mind, "I'm safe. I'm, a, I'm gonna." And sometimes you get tired. Will Smith's been keeping it together a lot of years. Yeah, he got tired, yeah. man. You know, he
0: Just, thought shit was sweet, and he found yeah. out the hard he way. He wasn't going to say it to Puffy. Yeah. "You found out from a nigga from Philly." Now you forgot is, where so. he
1: was from. <laughs>
0: You forgot. So, you forgot where he, he didn't was. didn't forget clearly. No,
1: so no, no. I came out. So, that's my, I don't know. I guess that's my, con- it, it that's doesn't feel controversial is. no more because you really agreed. So, okay. Clear. I really agree. Like, I don't really? know. Yeah. It, it made sense to me. If I was Chris Rock, I would have just, I would have apologized. Like, I got to be honest. Like, if I was at a birthday party for a friend and someone i known for 20 years was there, and I, and then toasting our mutual friend, I said something cross about his partner, his wife. And he slapped me, I'd be mad for a hot second. And then you know what? i right. like, you know what? hey I probably shouldn't have said that. No, I'm sorry, dog. Right. You know what I mean? And we would have, right. whatever. But I would not have double, triple down. Spent a whole year no. talking more shit. so
0: No. Right. Maybe um, you should have just kept the wife's name out the mouth. That's really that simple. Man. Once the embarrassment passes, you kind of get that, yeah. that realization. we like, damn, I was talking about I was wife. talking about. I guess Chris ain't get that.
1: So, there we go. That's <laughs> how I feel. That's how I feel about it.
0: That's a good one. That was a good one. I appreciate the actual controversy. That's good. It's been a minute since since I actually said something controversial on here. <laughs> All right. Uh so I, I appreciate can give my other one you, too. I guess that I was that going to give. Back.
1: Should I give my other Oh, you just want to give a heavier
0: action? one? No, it's not heavier. It's not heavier. Okay, but okay. Nah,
1: okay. Man, you I don't know if
0: you want to share it, I don't have one this week because I'm I'm bled dry. I've told y'all everything.
1: <laughs> I really hesitate to say this, but just like I said, Will wasn't right, but I don't think it was wrong. Like, I don't think she's a bad singer. <laughs> like, I don't necessarily think Beyonce is a great singer.
0: <laughs> really? <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> not a great singer.
1: I don't think she's oh, a bad singer. No, but I don't necessarily I don't know think she's know. a good singer. Like sometimes when I first hear like when sometimes when Beyonce first comes out, i was like oh, shit. Like, okay, she, okay, I guess she's in tune. Alright, I'm with it. But I it guess takes she's me, in
0: tune! Like,
1: it takes me, like, a hot second to, like, adjust to whatever's going on on the track.
0: Oh, like, wow. Yeah. You're not the first person I've heard say this, but every time, I'm like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I really don't know what y'all know, talking about. Man. But I've heard other people say it too, so maybe there's something going on in y'all's ears that has a little <laughs> bit more inclination than mine have because when I be listening to it, I be like, wow, this is the best, thing I'm ascending, like I'm elevated off the ground. Okay, okay. Look, <laughs> y'all, look y'all go watch this on YouTube because because Justin's face right now is taking me out. I've been, uh
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've 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 gotten some. I, you know, I haven't lost any friends saying this, but I've definitely, I've, I've had a few really be real upset with me. I've had a few. It's been was, a couple of questions. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if we're as close anymore. <laughs> Or before right. I came out with this thought, so
0: right. Hopefully, we don't jump on me. I think out. she's
1: beautiful. It means a lot to the culture, and um, right. is a wonderful human being. Um, as far as her, her 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 image and persona and what she does and what she means for everyone but yeah i just that's how i feel about the singing and it's that okay. down to personal hey. preference that's it that's it song, hey hey it, song,
0: it must be it, it must be song, down to personal preference because i don't know what you're talking about that's but yeah <laughs> we're gonna leave we're gonna take it we're gonna yeah, take it yeah. and yeah. leave it yeah okay, okay. all right <laughs> <laughs> okay song of the week this week i did bring a song just a song that hit me in a grocery store and i was like wow this one absolutely slaps i forgot about this song and it is jimmy eat world the middle. Oh.
1: No. Do you know that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. That was
0: like a good one. I
1: forgot. Yeah, yeah. I saw them when the song came oh, out. Oh, you did. I saw them. Yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like a lot of people saw Jimmy World. Like, there's been yeah. a lot of people that are like, "That's my first concert." Like, really? Yeah. I didn't realize.
1: Yeah, that was one that of my many first people big had ones. real feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Where'd you hear? Where'd you hear it?
0: I had. I heard it at Whole Foods. At Whole I was Foods. in Whole Foods.
1: Man, when you hear, I, I tell you, I'm I know I'm getting old enough now because like I hear I hear songs in the grocery store. I might as well be at the club, man. I'm, I'm, I'm wilding now. Right? When I hear a good song in no, the grocery store these days, the exact it's same crazy. Way. It's the best feeling 100%. I get all week when I hear. I'm like,
0: oh, 100%. you know, yeah. no, no, literally. Yeah. I'm in the grocery store, like singing. it yeah. out loud. and, and other people and somebody oh, you behind hear me that? started singing with me. Yes. I, I, people, I'm,
1: I'm talking to other people. Yo, yo, like, <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm just trying to get my peaches and shit. Nah, you hear that shit? Yeah. when's the last nah, time you heard peaches. this? When's was last time you heard Jimmy? Okay, please. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm the same way. I feel okay. somebody started singing with me and I was really excited about it they were behind <laughs> me and I was like
1: wow
0: <laughs> like you get me
1: it was so <laughs> funny it was a good time so a funny. good time
0: what song you got Justin what you what you bring for us
1: well I've been hearing the song for years but I guess I just hadn't heard it recently Deborah Cox nobody's supposed to be here that came on that came on the radio the other day and wow. I was like it was like we discovering wow. a part of myself. I was like, "Yo, I don't think I've heard it." Wow. Ten years, more, twelve years.
0: That one will do it. Took that one, that oh. one is a certified banger for oh, sure.
1: Yo, it killed me. Yeah. It killed me. It, it has a little bit of
0: churchiness me. to it. That just like, you know what I mean? Absolutely, like, it does.
1: Absolutely, it's does. so good. Really beautiful. I did a babyface interview recently for for Broken Record and and an Usher one. So I've really been in this R and B my R and B bag. And mm-hmm. uh, and then that song came on, and I was like. It just
0: was like, that's oh, a fantastic I felt that one. In my soul. Literally, this weekend, me and my boyfriend did not leave the apartment. We sat and watched Usher music videos. Mm, yeah. Just like from from pretty much his entire mm. timeline of being famous. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, this dude. It's like, it feels weird to say Usher is underrated, but I he honestly is. do feel that he's underrated. Yeah, he
1: is. You know? I don't know what it is. I don't know why or how that happened. And I don't know if his Vegas residency will correct that. I'm starting to feel like maybe it w- it, it is and it will. I don't know if it's just that he's just so consistently good that we just take it for granted. It's like, yo, this man And he, like, doesn't
0: make a spectacle of himself in an embarrassing way that, like, a lot of folks tend to do in order to get the recognition that they think they deserve. And Usher doesn't have to. He leans on pure talent. And y'all are not putting enough respect on his name for my personal taste. Look,
1: look, when you go back and you listen, I was actually telling my wife this, maybe it was this weekend, the other weekend, we were listening to Confessions and I was like, you know, this man really said on a pop song, "How I Ain't Ready for No Kid" and "Bye Bye to Our Relationship." Like to be <laughs> that adult on a a pop song. Yeah, what has it ever happened yep. when that op that that open and vulnerable, and that real on an adult level?
0: Like, confessions was absolutely insane, like front to back, and then you have little nuggets like that. I ain't ready for no kid in five out of my... Rel- like. <laughs> Whoa, you like, yo, that's like the realest thing I've ever heard.
1: Like, no one says that out loud. Like, by the way, yeah, m- many people who are about to have kids say that. <laughs> and they Hell don't even yeah. say to their best friend. And usher Hell said it no. to the whole world. And right. like a number one hit, <laughs> like... It's it really is mind blowing, and the, he's a he's a mind he's blowing. a child prodigy. I hope his new music's banging, because yeah, he he, he needs. Oh my he, he, deserves, God, a you know? he deserves a real renaissance, you know. Truly, did you watch his Tiny Desk? I did. It was incredible. <laughs> that was appointment viewing for, for, for us. <laughs> it was
0: appointment yeah, viewing. That was a point It was of viewing literally appointment. We threw view. it on that
1: night yes. when it came out. We sat yes. in bed and we put that on. This is jam, 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 jam. It was I like ran incredible. that shit back
0: way too many times. It was actually kind of embarrassing. Like I had it on a loop for a, for a while. How
1: could you not? It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible yeah, right?
0: it's incredible. Yeah, killed it. Okay, killed it.
1: He had a, and he had the collar on like a little freak, too. Wow. <laughs> like, the, like the OG sex addict he, he is. Did. He did. Because, you know, he was the first cat come out and say he was a sex addict. No one even believed it. He sure it. did. He was an OG. No one, no one, like, one remembers that. Like, he was OG, like, 03, 04. Like, oh, I'm a sex addict. No yeah. one's like,
0: what? Yeah. Like, yeah. no one heard
1: of it. <laughs> now it's every, everyone, when they get caught up, that's the excuse. Yeah, I o- have a been with a sure. collar. I really believe him. He sure. might be.
0: <laughs> he did. He might be. He really might be. He did have on that collar. I forgot about that. I also noticed... Y'all, I promise we're gonna talk about rom coms. I'm so sorry. I'm getting a little sidetracked. He also noticed in the tiny desk, he had like. Ear piercings in a spot that was not normal no. to have an ear I'll piercing. I caught that. that. Yeah, he's a freak. Yeah. He's a I freak. He's a freak. What is this? Yeah. Like, I'm confused. He's a freak in the best way. In the, I mean, in the <laughs> yeah. best way
1: possible, Usher. Okay? Yeah. So. That
0: definitely uh, reignited my crush on Usher, my, my little childhood crush on Usher. It definitely reignited from that tinyness. I said, oh. Your boyfriend's going to be having little, some
1: piercings soon.
0: <laughs> right. I said, We're going to get you some piercings, babe. We're going to see about it. I don't know. In <laughs> a collar. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to turn them out,
1: man. You about to turn them out. Oh
0: God, right. Very much that. Okay, rom coms. Rom coms. What we're all here for, a little rom com. Before we get into actually talking about what rom-coms we like and all that, let me define rom-com because this confused me a little bit. According to Trusty Old Wikipedia, I'm just gonna read it directly. Romantic comedies, also known as rom com is a sub-genre of comedy and a slice-of-life fiction focused on light-hearted, humorous plot lines centered on romantic ideas, such as how true love is able to surmount most obstacles. In typical romantic comedy, the two lovers tend to be young, likable, and seemingly meant for each other, yet they are kept apart by complicating circumstances like class differences, parental interferences, previous boyfriends, girlfriends, until, surmounting all obstacles, they are finally united. A fairytale-style happy ending is a typical feature. Hmm. Romantic comedy films are a certain genre of comedy films as well as romantic films may also have elements of screwball comedies however a romantic comedy is classified as a film with two genres not a single new genre so that is the portion that kind of threw me off a little bit okay it being a film with two genres and not just one new genre i was like i don't like that definition
1: (laughs) you think it was a whole new genre like when that
0: i that's that's how i feel about it even still even watching this definition i'm like I don't. I don't take this. I don't agree. Obviously, that is the mm. truth. I just don't agree. But well, because I know, guess it's like a subgenre.
1: Because I feel like we think in in, in culture at large. We I, I feel like we think about the rom com as sort of like 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 coming out of the eighties and, and sort of coming of age in the nineties and sort of mm-hmm. tailing off. the two thousands, you get kind of your, your late your late entries to the genre. You know what I mean? Right. And I do think that that if you look at that, like that is. I think that did establish a new genre but i do think but it's what it is right about is you can go back there was kind of this kind of stuff like in the day like like roman holiday or like aubrey Hep- uh, audrey hepburn or whatever audrey okay. or aubrey whatever mm-hmm. her name was aubrey graham <laughs> aubrey hepburn. right? You know aubrey graham, and, 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 <laughs> it was cary grant and stuff so it's like i think there were like those like kind of romantic kind of things Sing, maybe you know maybe even like a singing in the rain or I don't know that kind of stuff. Yes, even though that's, and that's that. a musical too. But yeah, I do think I do think the rom-com specifically, that is a genre. That is a genre. I would never call Singing in the Rain or Roma Holiday or Some Like It Hot, old school, these old school classic films. I would never call those rom-coms.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, you totally understand. We're on I the do. same page. Not because while, understand. you know, those movies have elements of both yeah. romance and comedies, I would never call lots of films rom-coms. Yeah. And... Okay, I pulled my Instagram as well as the show's Instagram, Black People Love Parables cool. Instagram, and I asked folks, "What are your favorite rom-coms?" In preparation for this episode, I was going to come on here and drag y'all fans <laughs> because because the answers were were wild to me. Like y'all people said, bridesmaids. To me, that is not a rom-com. I don't. I don't if bring it consider. Bring it on. I don't either. R- bring it on. Not a rom-com. Clueless, not a rom-com. In my opinion, but given the definition I just read they are so i'm like you know what maybe it's just me maybe i'm no problem but i'm like those are not wrong comes those are comedies with an angle that is has a romance somewhere sprinkled in yeah I, you know i don't i think like there's, there's like
1: there's a thing there's like also like clueless maybe more like coming of age is more coming yes, coming of definitely age, coming of like age. a. um you know i was thinking about this too i was thinking about like Cause I was telling someone I was coming on here to talk about it. They're like, "Man, like rom coms, like what? Black people don't love rom coms." I was like, "Yeah, I guess." And they're like, "What about like The Wood or like this one And that one?" I go, well, "I love The Wood. That's but coming. Of think age. about it. That's more coming of age. That's more The Wood closer, is coming of age. Closer yeah. to clueless than it is like you know, it's not a rom com, but it gives you the same feeling. They Definitely, give you, that, those coming of age comedies give you the same feeling as a rom com. Going back to what's it called? To uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, to The Wood, to like Super Bad, you know, or whatever. Like.
0: I was going to bring up Superbad. So also in preparation for this podcast, I asked my boyfriend just his favorite rom-coms and he mentioned Superbad and he was like, most people would not put that in the rom-com genre for reference. My boyfriend is a TV writer, so screenwriting is like his thing. He's like, most people won't put this in the rom-com genre, but it absolutely is a rom-com between two best friends. It's like they have a romance. Okay, and it definitely like but that's a rom-com two okay. Best friends. Okay, but he's
1: overthinking it because okay, I, okay. But then, like Lethal Weapons, a rom-com between Mel Gibson and uh, Danny Glover. Uh, nah, man, I don't know because then you could put any Forty Eight Hours with you know what I'm saying with Eddie, and it's yeah. like it's it's. I mean, he's right, but I, it has to be explicit. Romance, you know, and that (laughs) has to be the plot point. Like, lethal weapon, you could say Mel Gibson and Renee Russo, but again, Mm -hmm. that's kind of like a B B or C line. Like, it's like Mm -hmm. it's not the that's what I'm saying.
0: Y'all talking about like C line stories, like within the like, no, that's not a rom com. No, it's gotta be the
1: primary characters, the
0: primary, exactly. That's exactly how I feel. And so, the definition definitely broadened my horizon for rom coms, but I still feel like we have a good grasp on what an actual rom com is. So, I'm curious. What's your favorite rom-com?
1: The Trinity. Of course. There's, all, there's like, like <laughs> all these other answers, like, man, come on, stop. There's three, <laughs> there's three rom-coms that matter. And then there's two more that like are like in the realm, but just not quite reaching the level, but there's three that matter. And okay. that's where well, Harry, my Sally sleepers in Seattle. You've got mail. Boom. Okay. The uh, alpha and omega. That's it. Boom! Like don't okay. even. That's yeah. the holy
0: trinity right there. And what are the two that bear, that don't make the cut but almost do? We get
1: two honorable mention entries from Julia Roberts with uh, okay. uh, with uh, Pretty Woman and, and Notting Hill. You okay, know? okay,
0: uh, I'll, okay. I'll okay. Those, so uh, you but... are a classics rom com type guy. That's that's it. the vibe.
1: Give give me the yeah. class, Give it to me. Give it to me, Rob. That's it. Like Nora <laughs> knew how to just, like it just. Like, Nora Ephron, who did the, the three, the three that really matter. And really, and Harry Met Sally, I think, really kicked it off as a genre. Make it a genre. Make it a thing that the 90s just becomes, like, you know, they're just churning out rom-coms. Um, I think those three are just, uh, that's that pure, that's that pure white, you know? So That's fair. Yeah.
0: She low-key did create the genre of rom-coms, like, in the way that we think about rom-coms. It's, like, purely a Nora Ephron thing. Oh, yeah, she did. And... It, it, it really it starts with when Harry and Sally, but you could go
1: back to Heartburn, which was a movie that she directed. I'm Almost okay. positive I could have it wrong or wrote. She I think she directed it and wrote it. Um, but I think she, she directed. She wrote yeah. it. Um, it was a novel or it was like a book she wrote based on her 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 marriage falling apart, and uh, and then she, okay. she just changed the names and all that. But it, it's it's like that like prototype to what the rom com was right. going to be. It's the inverse of it, but yeah. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating.
0: Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app.
1: And at maximumfun.org.
0: Right. Nora Ephron seems like she she was that girl. And let me let me tell y'all a little bit about her. Also from trusty old Wikipedia, okay? Go. Nora Ephron was an American journalist, writer, and filmmaker. She's best known for her romantic comedy films and was nominated three times for the Writers Guild of America Award and the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay for Silkwood, When Harry Met Sally, and Sleepless in Seattle. She won the BAFTA Award for Best Original Screenplay for When Harry Met Sally, which the Writers Guild of America ranked as the 40th best screenplay of all time. Do you know how hard it is for... Like a fucking rom com to be named one of the best screenplays let me of say, all if time. If you have like the two hundredth
1: best screenplay of all time, like you really you're like you're incredible. Like let I me mean, think, think right. about all the movies that have been written. Like there's been an amazing movie. the 40th, and I'll tell you, I read the script. There's a book that is just the script. I read that recently, and uh, that's nice. how that's how deep I am on it. And it's uh, it, I it's see, incredible. No, you're really in here. It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. And you really see like obviously like there's some very charismatic people. And When Harry Met Sally between Billy Crystal, who's really at his peak at the moment, and you got...
0: Meg you Ryan? Meg
1: Ryan, thank you. I, yes. I was flipping on Meg Ryan. Yes. It's clearly super charismatic, She's on the come up. But it's like, so much of those movies, what I got from reading the scripts, it's it's Nora's words, man. The way mm-hmm. you read the scripts, you're like, it's all there, man. It's incredible. Okay. It's incredible.
0: She wrote a lot of things. So, like, aside from films, too. Like, she was a writer overall, so her yeah. her, like grasp of words i'm sure was very very strong i would be interested to read the script honestly i can't lie i've never seen it Wow, i've never seen wow when harry met Wow. um so that's embarrassing on my part but i did plan to watch it specifically for this episode i did not get there with my whole you know usher you gotta uh, oh you you played yourself
1: don't worry though when you do it like you should do it tonight like i don't know what clear your
0: schedule because you're really clear your schedule making me want to put it on tonight Tell me what you like about it. Like, what's what is it that does it for me? You?
1: What I, and, and this is generally what I think is great about the rom com. It allows you to explore feelings yeah. in a very safe space because you ain't yeah. you know at the end of the day, Ooh. not much is gonna go wrong, right? Like, some, it's gonna be resolved one way or another. Even if it's resolved, even if a, even if the, the, the bad thing really occurs, there is some yes. resolute. Like you, you leave feeling good, even if they don't end yes. up together. You leave feeling good, and so. Yes. It allows you, and I think the best ones, and I think there's some ones we could talk about where they don't really do this, but the best ones, what they really do is, it, it, it unlike just a drama drama, is it allows you to explore what you do in a drama, all the fraughtness of life in this super safe space. So if you're feeling raw and vulnerable, you can throw on a rom-com and work through a lot of things, wow. but without really like killing yourself to do it, you know?
0: Wait, yeah. no, like this, I'm that you, was... That was an incredible reason. I was not expecting that you. level of reason I'm at all. You. That was a fantastic reason. That's actually really like it's really good because as me personally, I also very much enjoy a resolute ending yeah. bring me to a resolution, the safe space of it all. Maybe that is why I enjoy like watching stuff from like childhood even the same reason it's like a safe space to explore feelings because nostalgia definitely does evoke like certain feelings. Mm -hmm. And I feel like rom-coms often have that little feeling of nostalgia to them that often allows you to get into yourself a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it gives you like
1: the other benefit of like, because I was born the year when Harry Massali came out. Uh, I was actually born the same month it came out. So maybe that was in the stars. You know what I'm saying? Come
0: on. Right. uh,
1: (laughs) You know, then by the time you've got mail came out, I remember, I remember... I did. I did rent that at, at the at the Hollywood Video and all that. So I, you know, by that point, I was able to see it. But the other first two, I kind of missed in terms of like when they were brand new. But from the vantage point of being a little young for those movies when they yeah. came out, like you also yeah. get to the benefit for us is like we get to now compare our lives against kind of like this other like generation and sort of see like ah is yeah. this oh it's, this is normal or this isn't normal or oh that's true right. so this is just true across no matter culture race creed era like there's certain truths about love that you realize from watching that i have from watching it's like oh that everyone goes to that or this happens to right. everyone and then there's other things you're like okay that that must be specific to that time but that is a benefit when you look at the old ones you're like oh that, that's just this is just what happens like this is it like you think you think it was just you be like no nah, this is like everyone's experience you know right yeah
0: no, these reasons are like yeah. deep. Like these are like hey. very legitimate reasons. Like super deep, real <laughs> legit reasons. Not like some, I don't know. It's just it's just fun. Like, no. I mean, it is, is that real. too.
1: Yo, it is just it fun is too. Just fun. It is just fun. It too. Is just like fun. you could yeah. you could just like any one of those movies, to be honest, you could just let like those performances wash over you, man. From Meg Ryan and <sighs> Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks. You get a little Rosie O'Donnell thrown in there. You, when you by the time you get to You've Got Mel, you get some Dave Chappelle thrown in there um and it's just what a time oh it's great it's
0: great it's like a time capsule too with like a level of timelessness to it like you said that you can compare and contrast what's going on now what's going on then oh this is a universal theme that withstands the test of time versus this is something that's kind of collected in that little time frame and it's happy it's fun to look back on it and experience it from a distance
1: exactly now see there's a bad rom-com now it's not a bad movie but it's a bad rom-com there's something about mary for a okay. couple of reasons. And that movie was huge when it came out. This is Ben Stiller, Cameron Diaz. The famous scene is him having a jackalot in his hair. <laughs> I feel like, what's his name for? A jackalette in, in his hair. And she thinks it's hair cream. <laughs> and she puts it in her hair and she got like that like quaffed like thing going on. And it's like, yeah. it's real nasty. <laughs> so I feel like, I feel like that movie, one, it airs too far on the side of comedy. Like it's not really, mm-hmm. I don't really think you get... It, you don't. You're not really exploring real themes of love and romance in, in a real way that you wouldn't have drama. So there's too much towards comedy in the writing. When you watch it, it's very dated. So okay. From the same okay. era. In the case of When yep. Harry Met and the Seattle, those are actually even older. But you watch that and it's very dated. Yeah, like rom coms, the good ones, they're gonna they're gonna be a perfect balance of the two. Little more romance than comedy, but there'll be some lightheartedness thrown in. and the writing is going to be timeless and classic
0: 100 i i fully agree and here's like some other rom-coms that folks said over on instagram i only chose the ones that were repeated yeah i'm curious
1: what people yeah let's see
0: right they said crazy stupid love they said 13 going on 30 forgetting sarah marshall good (laughs) y'all have to watch this (laughs) on youtube (laughs) forgetting sarah marshall is good for you good but
1: not a rom-com percent again comedy. again too calm it's comedy it's
0: too comedy right like it's like too heavy on the comedy side yeah. right and it's good okay but
1: it's, it's, it's comedy. to me i would just say it's right
0: comedy. right bridget jones diary 40 year old virgin and the proposal those are like the, the hmm. top ones that wow. people kept repeating
1: wow man people gotta yeah. get people gotta people really need the trinity man <laughs> Allow me to put, yeah. put some gospel in your life right now. What? Right, right. Why come on man? <laughs> Allow me to I'm about to, people are about to have their minds blown. Because you gotta yeah, do so, Thirteen going on thirty. Thirteen going
0: thirteen going on thirty. Yeah, a, that was that was a, a very common movie. one.
1: That's a trash. Movie. <laughs> that's a trash movie. you know what i would say i don't think i heard the song there you know what is actually a good one i ain't seen it in a minute, what? but i I, prom- I bet it still holds up I, I promise it still holds up that's it that's my guarantee it still holds up. i'm so excited uh 50 First dates with adam sandler and drew barry oh that one was something I that, somebody said that you. Holds up. did they okay. it wasn't one of the yeah. top most repeated but
0: yeah. a couple people said that too. that's a
1: good one and i and yeah. my, my memory of it is it's a good balance between the two comedy and, and and also has rewatchability, you could watch that over and over and over that's the other element of it you have to be able to rewatch it you have to be able to yes. rewatch it like comfort yes and so yes. That, a good one you could along came Polly. that's a good one another one people said
0: a little bit a little yeah bit. people was a, like, a couple i find like now because like we've mostly talked about ones that came out longer than a decade ago and i find that now when folks are trying to make rom-coms They're almost following the formula in a cheap way, like of a rom-com in a way that feels devoid of good writing entirely. Like it's entirely leaning on the, well, this is how a rom-com goes. So like, you know, like it's not, it's giving nothing. Like it's giving nothing. It's a
1: vehicle for jokes now. Like in bad Mm -hmm. jokes that we've done over and over and over, a hundred percent. Over, yeah. It's like okay, I've seen. It's no
0: longer human connection. It's just a vehicle for jokes.
1: It's a vehicle for jokes. Like, let me get this off. You know, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It's like you know, and they're like, eh, mid. Maybe there's a maybe there's like a one really big laugh, like on a like you know some like physical something or other happens, but Mm -hmm. man,
0: physical comedy moment, yeah. One that
1: borders on that, but I do think redeems itself is Hitch. Which again, that's it's more than a decade old, but Hitch would do
0: it. Bridesmaid would be the last big one. What's or what's the last big rom com?
1: I feel like people really love it.
0: Definitely makes I think that would be the last one that people would consider rom com. Again, I don't, but the one that people
1: I didn't see it, but people say the big sick. People say the the big big sick. I didn't see it, but people say that's the big sick. Okay.
0: Okay. I can't even really get into the big sick because I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of thoughts about the big sick that i am not equipped to speak about okay we're going back to controversial opinions here okay yeah because it's like i've I've heard a lot of things from pakistani women or indian women in particular that the big sick like does something that they don't appreciate any capacity so while when i first watched it i was like oh this is fantastic after hearing that feedback i now have to like readjust how i feel about it or like watch it with different eyes and i'm going to summarize really very lightly because i don't know the nuance well enough but essentially they were saying that he has like an infatuation with this white woman and kind of paints indian women or pakistani women as inferior to some degree in the movie and while i did not catch that while i was watching I need to watch it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to see, to see, because I'm sure. I've been that planning that on
1: watching that recently. So uh, mm. I'm over now watching it with that eye. But yeah, there was.
0: Check that one out. But The Big Stick yeah. is, definitely seems like a more recent one. Yeah. Even more so than Bridesmaids, because it actually is rom com. they don't
1: do it much anymore. You know, the rom com
0: doesn't, it was like such a big, and again, I think coming out when I went to Harry met
1: Sally, that was such a huge surprise hit that it became like, oh, let's just do this thing. You know, like, oh, we got these funny people, we got this attractive woman. Like, let's put them together and, like, you know, and it kind of maybe ran out of juice as a genre, but uh, I wonder if it will, you know. It seems, like, positioned well to make a comeback, you know?
0: I hope so. I would like that. I need some easy watching. Everything is very intense right now. Yeah. And, like, like, I I would love just an easy little watch this little rom-com have a good time oh my god that i
1: love it man i mean what's <laughs> not funny about modern day dating man like it, there's a lot what's not to... funny
0: about it it's silly it's it, ridiculous it's like <laughs> oh i thought of another one that came out recently the photograph did you ever see that in theaters it was with lakeith Sanfield and Issa Rae.
1: oh i didn't see the photograph i really wanted to okay. see
0: that yeah that was so another wait, no, one that came that came out out on netflix they came out in theaters but it, i think it might have been one of those dual release type situations got it Got it. Um, like Netflix and theaters at the same time. But I saw it in theaters in like maybe 2019 or something like that, and it was like also solid, you know, rom no, com. You
1: know which one I did see that wasn't did come out on Netflix. It was Issa Rae, Issa Rae, and Camille Nan, uh, Nanjiani. I that, never watched uh, that one. Lovers. I intended to. It was fun. It was fun. It wasn't okay. great, but no, by no, Search okay. of Imagination was a great. But it was fun. Uh-huh. It was real fun. Okay, it was real fun. Okay. But, and sometimes
0: that's all I need.
1: I would rewatch that again, actually. Okay, and I'm, I'll I would check I'm that going one out too. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Something I left out of that definition from before is that they mentioned that TV shows can also be considered rom-com. And I didn't, again, I didn't agree with that. So the definition overall has broadened Damn, what TV. I believe a rom-com is. Um, I mean, I still don't agree, but, you know, sure. For that sake, do you have any TV shows that you can think of off the top of your head that you would like as a rom-com? I have a list if it helps you. Let's hear the list. I'm curious what the list is. They, they listed Bridgerton. I feel like, I, okay, didn't I never watched Bridgerton, but I didn't get that vibe from it. <laughs> see, yeah, it didn't seem comedy. How I Met Your Mother. Right. It seemed like, I'm like, is it? Like, okay, I didn't know. How I Met Your Mother, um, Sex in the City, Friends, Ugly Betty, Boy Meets World. Okay. Those are Never Have I shortest. Ever.
1: Never Ever Ever is a great one. Jane the Virgin is a great one. Ug- Ugly Betty is a great one. Friends. Mm-hmm. I would throw Martin in there. Wouldn't Martin be a rom-com?
0: If some of these are rom-coms, then Martin also would be, you know? Because I wouldn't categorize some of these anyways. Like, friends, I'm like, no.
1: But sure. Right. It has the vibe. Right. And Martin, to me, goes back to, like, almost like buddy comedy, like, the way your partner was talking about, your boyfriend was talking about. It's like, it really is about the love of Martin and Gina and the hijinks. Like, it's like, I Love Lucy, I guess, too. But I Love Lucy might be, damn, now that I think about it, I Love Lucy might be the ultimate rom-com.
0: That's the one. The ultimate the rom-com. One.
1: Like, like wow. I never thought about TV as rom-com, but oh, I Love Lucy might be the ultimate rom-com.
0: I Love Lucy, right? That totally makes sense. It even, it even has a little heart in the open.
1: Yes. So loving
0: the names. Going this? To, Going through
1: all the complications of like a, uh, well, in a very 1950s fashion, but all the complications very. of what like a, <laughs> a, a marriage is, you know? Like, some of, some of a little that, different. but some of that, look, man, I'm a cop to this because my, my oldest kid, she's about to be seven, but she, she started watching *I Love Lucy* like maybe a year and a half ago, and she's so
0: happy that she did. Oh, she
1: loves it. She loves it. But I, 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 I kind of didn't know how to feel about it in a way because she started yeah. telling me and my wife. She goes, "She goes, oh, you remind me of Ricky and Lucy." I'm done. Why <laughs> it she was, did she do that to it was <laughs> yo? It was after she watched that episode with Ricky Spencer. <laughs>
0: I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. She's like yo, remind you guys. I'll go. Yo, don't tell anyone that. Please. said Don't say that out loud in school, please. Please don't oh, say that out loud in school. Something Thank you. Wrong at home. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah,
1: yeah. but it's kind of wow. t- look. I got a cop to it. There's a bit of that going on, man. Like there's some of that. Like I, I don't know. Like it's something about being in a long-term partnership where you just okay. This is this kind of thing's gonna come up. You're gonna argue about money, needing to move somewhere for work, or or working too long of hours, or you know, like it just missing a holiday or an anniversary. Yeah. Like you're just you live in life. It naturally Shit comes happens. up. Shit yeah, it's
0: those universal things that we're talking about. You're watching something from the nineteen fifties and you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. this is happening to Lucy and Ricky too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay,
1: okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is real. If this could happen to a Cuban and a white woman in the 1955. Right and, and happened to me. In two thousand you know, twenty-three, <laughs> like I I don't know. This must just be how it goes, you know? This is just it. Yeah. This
0: just must be it. This and, is And it. and your kid can can vouch for that. She's looking oh, at it, she's like, God. No, this is the same. She like, yeah, no, I recognize these uh, things. I this hope she
1: don't grow up to be a writer, man, because I'm about to get
0: <laughs> I'm about to get aired
1: out, man. <laughs> Y'all getting written, right? Y'all getting get written up right now. She yeah. she in the
0: back. She in the back writing it down right now. <laughs>
1: Uh, she already got like a little journal not, we're not supposed to read so I, I i would love to know what's going on in there i would love to know what's going on wait, in
0: there i'm obsessed wait i'm actually obsessed maybe she really will be a writer like she maybe she'll be. actually like she might be. write something for real she wants yeah. to be a
1: director but she could be you know writer director i don't know how she even arrived at that but yeah yeah she's cool oh. she's cool
0: oh she's a genius. she's a little genius right we love a smart yeah a smart little kid yeah, it's my favorite genius I feel like I would be remiss not to mention some of the best black rom-coms ever. I would also like to preface this by saying this is not an extensive list at all. Okay. This is not an extensive list at all. And I've only seen like 50% of what I'm about to name. Mm. Just right is one that I hear about constantly. I, I still it. have not seen it. But Queen Latifah, we know that she's gonna give when she when she she's in something.
1: Yeah. Always she always gives a hundred percent in is fan. She's she's a again, man charismatic on another level sometimes she'll she's, do things that's not supposed to be funny and it's just funny because just the way she she's not does like it. right i'm it's like, like this the lines i mean funny but just what she brought to it it's like damn yeah. that's funny and then yeah. it's sincere and it's like she can. Just, she got such range it's crazy she has Ooh. range that's
0: I really love the big thing for sure and she's stunning first of all her hair and skin shock me every single time i see her i'm like what how are you saying this tight all the time? The
1: person with skin maybe as good as her is uh, Janelle Monáe, man. When she came up on that oh, movie... Wow. Uh, what's that movie she was just in? That murder mystery? Glass thing. Onion. We went to see Glass Onion in the theater. She came out so I'm like, damn,
0: that woman's skin is like the goddamn... That's like the that's like, that's like the fucking Milky Way. That's like, right? damn. Right? I said the same thing. I'm like, damn, she looks good. Perfect. Love and Basketball is another one. That's, that's one I have seen. Great. Also a good one. That's been coming under fire a lot recently. People are like loving basketball is an objectively bad film who's been uh, saying that it's, it's been on twitter oh, it's been on man. Twitter. that's but that's a
1: real how about
0: yeah they're saying it's bad they're saying that him making her choose between him and her career and like that being a legitimate plot point and then her begging him for his heart back following that was like an issue for folks. I'm like, y'all, it's a movie, please. Man, y'all gotta please. go live.
1: Go live life, please. It's go a live movie, life. like also go it's live fine. life, man. Go live life. It's messy, man. It's right, messy, right. Man. And it
0: is messy. Life and it is, is messy. messy. Love in particular. Very love, fucking messy. So, you know, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with love. It's life. It's love. It's a we're big thing. With love. Look,
1: man. Life is made out of love. People are, dare I say, killed out of love. You know what I'm saying? Like definitely die out of love. Yeah. People, I mean down this is love this is just a very intense emotion love is not a joke love is dead ass love is very fucking serious is he a toxic right. little light-skinned brother dead. running around he could <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah he's a toxic <laughs> light-skinned man but let's not hold that against yeah.
0: <laughs> you can't hold it against everybody nah. now okay let the movie let the movie thrive. Yeah. Okay, thrive the wood and that one is arguable like we talked about i put arguable when i listed it i'm like this I would not call this a rom-com off the top of my head. It is very coming of age. But it is one of my favorite movies. So I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Why Did I Get Married? Haven't seen it. Brown Sugar.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I know you got Brown Sugar on
0: there. You know I have Brown oh, Sugar on God. there. I saw that one Tay. recently for the first oh. time. It was a good time. Tay Diggs is always going to be... Tay <laughs> I have The Best Man and Poetic Justice to finish us Finish us off.
1: Oh, I, I was hoping. Yeah, Poetic Justice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Poetic Justice. I also saw
0: that one, like, probably within the last 10 years for the first time, which is fair. Right? What about Love Jones? Did you say Love Jones? I did not say Love Jones, but that is obviously another one. That's yeah, one. I feel like that's a
1: rom-com. I mean, it's more yeah. on the romance, but... I romance consider, side. But...
0: Okay, so you love, like, one that has a pretty solid balance and, and skews a little bit more on the romance side. Yeah. Like...
1: I would say I guess Yes, right. Let <laughs> yeah. you
0: get into that.
1: Black men in America, we like to be hard, right? We like to be hard and be hard all the time, man. Sometimes I like to, I like to. You know what I mean? I don't want to be hard all the time. I, I you know, I don't need. Hundred really, I already got the high blood pressure. Can I just chill out every once in a while right? and just feel myself, <laughs> feel the emotion? You know what I mean? Like, no, right I just feel like I want to love? Like, that's they don't they, There's not enough love anymore, man. Everything's got to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's y'all like, deserve
0: that y'all really deserve to be able yeah. to, to feel and be soft that's it and if rom-coms are the safe place to do so oh my god that's
1: where i do it that's where i do it
0: right that's where you do it that's actually really good advice i'm gonna tell multiple black men that i know that information like have you ever considered maybe popping on a rom-com when you're feeling maybe just a little bit emotional and you don't yeah. know how to get it out and yeah. you want to pop on a rom-com put that on cry that's like cry <laughs> and by the way cry look. cry Do La- like- the whole thing go through
1: the whole spectrum of your like- emotion do it. Call a motherfucker afterwards too. Make a make a mistake. Call <laughs> someone afterwards too. Right. Drug call. or rom com call. That's yeah. like a new genre. Rom com call. Yeah. Look. I might have done it. I might have done it.
0: Okay. Right. Maybe might have done it a couple times. You, well, you might know. need
1: to call someone. Make a little mistake after a rom com. Okay. Just, yeah. just Live yeah. your life a little bit. <laughs> stop being on twitter analyzing everything
0: okay you know stop looking at love and basketball that hard just yeah, watch it yeah feel the feeling. and why didn't mistake love and
1: basketball i realized i was making mist- love and basketball for the common uh uh queen latifah movie
0: right? oh got gotcha, you from just right
1: just right yeah I'm yeah i never i yeah. never saw just right though but yeah but love and basketball me neither i can't believe people are talking trash on, on love and basketball
0: people be talking trash about that one they are not into it that was one of my favorite movies as a kid i i loved that one you did mention what your favorite love movie of all time is right what your favorite rom com is it's the three. How can I? It's the trilogy. It's the okay, Trinity. that's, the whole, that's what the, it is. It, yeah. It's like, what
1: can I say, man? That's it. Like but I can't. You know, it just. It just want, it's like, how do I? It's not even one A, one B, one C. It's like, it's like really. It's just the, those are the three. Those are the, those are right. those are the found. Those are foundational. Those are the movies I'll probably return to most in life. You know what I'm saying? So
0: yeah, I'm going to have to just sit and watch those. Watch them. Boom, boom, you, boom. Watch them like right, that. just back to back. the way that you talk about it really they really need to put you on payroll like if if suddenly people start watching this you need to get on payroll please because you have made a great case I'm telling
1: you I'm telling you man I regret I'm so sad that Nora Ephron's gone like dead or alive like she's one of the people 100% like if I could like oh three people dead or alive you could have dinner with it'd be like I'd be Nora it'd be Tupac and be Phil Jackson and it'd be incredible that (laughs) <laughs> is a hell of a roster to have it, dinner be <laughs> uh, those people wouldn't
0: even get along with each other oh,
1: nah they would <laughs> i think they would you
0: think they would oh, oh, yeah.
1: okay oh yeah everyone would be <laughs> charmed by everyone they'd be beautiful okay it'd be beautiful that's fair oh, I, yeah. I feel
0: like tupac would definitely like the other two people and i think the other two people might think he's a little intense
1: I don't know. I think they would be charmed by pop. Pop? You think so? Yeah, everyone loves yeah. pop. Everyone loves pop. I mean, Come I on.
0: do personally, but I feel like people, people, people might find it a little intense. Everyone loves
1: Pac. Everyone loves
0: pop. <laughs> That's yeah. very fair. Very know.
1: fair. Here's another question we'll throw at you: Like, who would you, if you could be anyone in life, like, who would you be, like? There'd be an argument for choosing Nora Ephron. The argument against choosing Nora Ephron is that she died of cancer at 17. Uh, a little too young. 71, 72. Like, I wouldn't want that. So, ultimately, I ask you to Quincy Jones, because it's like... Nice. He's, he's, he's living a long, nice life. Got great living. kids. Got the whole thing. Like, done it all. So I, but, yeah. but, when you look at Nora, she lived her life. Like, no one lived like in a way, so almost no one's lived a better life than her, man. Like, she knew how to enjoy it. She knew how to uh, navigate an industry that was, I mean, if we think that uh, media is a bad place for women now, if you can only imagine what, what media was for women in 1960 something. Hell yeah. In the 1960s when she started writing, like, and then she, she, then she started writing the column just for women. And, yeah. and you know, people make fun of it, you know, it's like, but and she did it. And then she makes the rom-com and it becomes a punchline for like, even though it's make, raking the money, it becomes a punchline in terms of a creative afterthought. It becomes the thing that nobody respects for pretty much, I would say, the entirety of her lifetime. She dies in 2012. Like people look at the rom com as lesser art, lower art. But really what she crafted was was beautiful work from her heart. She did it her way. She directed it. How many women directors are there? So she wrote it, Mm -hmm. she directed it, and she did it her way. And and, and she enjoyed life. I I think she's one of the most incredible people. Um, So I have a lot of love and respect for what she did. And I wish people would revisit her writings her work and not just think of it as, like, kind of fluff, Um, really put some respect on what she did,
0: you know? 100%. And I feel like a lot of that disrespect or lack of respect that comes from that genre is that people feel that it's geared toward women in the same way that she had flack from her column that was specifically geared toward women? Anything that has uh, features women too too much, too much, even. Even, like, coming-of-age stories that feature women more so than men, people disregard a little treat, bit. Treated with a bit of,
1: like, like, oh, well, that's not serious. Yeah, well, right. no, it's very serious. It's, it's very it's serious. Ass over here. Yeah, yeah it's real it's serious. serious. We don't play. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to, you know, to really put yourself out there like that and be one of, like, the early people doing that kind of thing, like, that's incredible. You know, that's incredible. And people, if people don't want to, if people want to disregard her work because it was written by a woman and, therefore, it has to be for women, I think that's the wrong way to look at it. You know, there's a lot to learn in, in her in her work. There's a lot to learn from her You're work.
0: You're depriving yourself of the emotional vulnerability that comes with watching it and interrogating things that you feel inside of yourself while watching it. You're depriving yourself. Don't do that. 100%.
1: Do not deprive yourself. Give yourself some oxygen, people. watch watch, watch, watch the trilogy, the Trinity. Make a... <laughs> Make a make a rom com call afterwards. You know, if you had a little couple couple glasses of wine while watching, you had a nice little right. laugh, a nice little <laughs> cry. You know what I mean? Maybe make yourself a nice little dinner before you sit down and do it too. Make yourself something.
0: Do something. Some food, veggies too. You know? Put some
1: vegetables on the plate too. You know, what I'm make saying? sure you
0: get some broccoli. Okay, get, the broccoli get some veggies in there. and some yeah. broccoli. Okay, thank you. Okay? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. Thank you. Regarding television shows, there was a couple that are my personal favorites that I guess could fall within the rom com comedy space. It is Love Life have you ever seen love life no love
1: life what is love life
0: it's on hbo whenever you have a second cut on season two justin i think you oh. in particular would like oh. it okay. just from interfacing with you from the short time i think you would really like oh man season i've been meaning to watch Love life. i've seen it. yeah, 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 okay. it's so fucking literally <laughs> one of my top to favorite this. shows of all time Incredible. it's fantastic um and then New Girl if if we're talking about new like something fun. that skews a little bit good. New Girl
1: <laughs> New Girl it good. is fun New Girl's it's good. good time I like yeah. New Girl I like New Girl yeah that's thank a good you. one
0: yeah Did I redeem myself regarding taste yet You're like I don't yeah, know yeah your
1: yeah you're back yeah. You know. yeah 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 you're back you're <laughs> back you're in all right
0: That was my intention that's that's the whole yeah. intention I appreciate yeah. it yeah. Yeah. yeah Justin thank you so much for coming on. It was truly a pleasure having you. A great time. Please let the folks know have where me they can back. find you online. Have me back. I got all kinds of things I like. Oh, I got all kinds uh, of... back. you know so what? All kinds... I'm going to send you the intake form. You can let me know what your interests are, and I would love to have you back because you're fantastic. Okay, great. So, yes.
1: I'll put it... I'll, I'll let for you know sure. what I'm into.
0: Yeah, for sure. Let the folks know where they can find you online, the new podcast, and all of that information.
1: Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter at It's j Richmond, like Virginia, Richmond, like Virginia. Uh, started from the bottom. It's my new podcast out uh, March 14. Yeah, all about uh, success stories in business and beyond from women and people of color. Um, everyone from Charlamagne Tha God to Susie Orman, Black Dot, you know, with the uh, lesser known people up on there too, just because, you know, it's all kinds of careers, all kinds of ways to make money. Uh, other podcasts is Broken Record with Rick Rubin, Malcolm Gladwell. Please check that out. Got a Usher on there. Got to have Babyface up on there soon um yes we got all kinds of stuff to check out heavy hitters
0: check it out y'all and as you know per usual you can find me at bplp pod across all social media platforms you can email me at black at gmail.com with episode topic recommendations hate mail feedback or anything else listen to my new podcast glass house by sequoia homes if you get the chance and that's it i'll see y'all in a couple weeks Peace. bye <laughs>